What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Heart of the Matter, the place where we discuss all things life, love, dating, relationships, and sex. I am your host, Mike Zacchio, and I appreciate you all for tuning in to this week's podcast. I'm sorry this is going up on a Wednesday. I usually try doing them on Mondays and at the very, very latest Tuesday. My mom was in town and I uh, was not about to record this with her with an earshot. So here we are on Wednesday with this podcast going up. In any case, everything else seems to be going well. It's 75 and sunny where I am. I'm off from work all week, so life is good, and I hope all is going well for you as well. You can connect with me on social media if you'd like to. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, and I'm on Snapchat. You can like my Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash Mike Zacchio. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Mike underscore Zacchio, and you can snap me at mzacchio. My DMs are open, so feel free to slide in there with any questions, comments, topic discussions, or whatever is on your mind, and uh, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So uh, let's dive into this week's episode. Um, now, this past Sunday, uh, so for those of you who have been listening for a while, you know that I like going to uh, my father's house every Sunday for Sunday dinner, a nice little Italian tradition. And um, while there, I got to see my grandparents, which is always a, a wonderful thing. They're always there. Um, now, f- for as long as I can remember, my grandparents have been relationship goals. Like, they, they joke with one another. They slow dance um, just in the middle of the living room whenever, like, a, a nice song comes on. They have cute pet names for each other, which is a part of the reason why I titled this episode what I did, my family members, any of them that listen to this would will understand it. But, you know, it's a nice little inside joke for me, I guess. Um, but but overall, they're just freaking adorable together. And uh, perhaps most importantly, they love each other you know, more than anything. And I think that everyone around them can see it. And it's just and it's just obvious. And this past weekend, they recently celebrated their 23rd anniversary together. And for those of you who are much better at math than I am, yes, that means that they were not married when I was born. It's his first marriage, her second marriage. And it's a very unique relationship that they have one another. Um, I, I always like kind of have fun explaining to this whenever I'm whenever like I, I become really close with someone like friends wise or if I'm dating someone and I say that I'm going to my grandparents house. Um, so technically, it's my grandmother and my uncle, my my mother's mom married my dad's brother now there's no blood relation or anything like that um they're you know pretty close in age so and it's just it's a it's a very odd coincidence of just how they kind of got together um you know my grandmother was married to my grandfather he passed away when i was a baby and then she started dating my uncle you know years later and they've been together ever since and um so all, all i've ever known is just like you know i've always kind of pictured him as my grandfather, not really my uncle. Like I look at my my mother's brothers more as my uncles, you know, than you know my uh, than my father's brother. But in any case, um, I I love them to death, and just seeing them really kind of inspired them. Uh, seeing them this weekend really kind of inspired this week's podcast episode. So uh, I'm curious if you, if you've ever had those moments where someone like randomly tells you you know like you're pretty or you look really nice when you feel like crap internally or when someone does some seemingly insignificant nice gesture 
when you really, really needed it. And like, obviously they didn't know that you needed it, but like internally you knew that you needed it. Seeing them this weekend on their anniversary specifically was exactly what I needed because, you know, recently I've just been in this, like that late twenties single funk of like, God, like I'm 29 and single. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it, it, it's not going to happen. Like, you know, I'm never going to be anybody. I'm going to die alone. And it's just like all those stereotypical rom-com single forever scenarios just start like flooding into my brain of just like, oh God, like, like, uh, like I am them now. Like I, I'm literally them. Like it's, it's no longer, you know, I can watch the, the movie and just like enjoy it for what it is. It's like, oh God, like I identify with you so heavily right now that this is really making me uncomfortable. And, um, getting to see them just really kind of put everything into perspective because I look at the fact that, you know, my grandmother was married to my grandfather for over 20 years. She loses her husband and then finds love again. And I look at my uncle and he was in his late forties when they got together. And like I said, it's his first marriage. So it's like, it kind of showed me that, you know, just because it's not happening right now, that doesn't mean it will never happen. And if you are lucky enough for it to happen, that it will absolutely be worth the wait. Now, as if my writing, for those of you that follow my writing, either when I used to write for Thought Catalog or follow some of my poetry on my Instagram or anywhere... And this podcast, if those weren't enough proof, um, I think about love and dating, but more specifically, just love the whole concept of it more than most people, not just 20 something guys, like not 20 something year old guys, like just people in general. I feel like just don't, don't think about love nearly as much or nearly as often as I do. Um, I don't exactly know where that comes from or why that is, but that's just who I am and I'm here for it. So, um, I constantly have moments of like self-reflection and I, I constantly analyze situations, both past and current. I, I think more so past because I try, I try not to overanalyze situations, even though I am an overthinker and you know, I, I definitely kind of can fall into that bracket of paralysis by overanalysis when I'm in a certain situation. So I like trying to take my brain out of, the situation when it comes to a, a current dating situation. Um, but usually it's anything in the past. I try looking at, you know, why didn't it work out? Was it, you know, were we just not all right fit for each other? Was it something I was doing? Was it something that I, you know, was I missing a sign? Was I, was I in the wrong? What did I, you know, stay too long? Did I get out too early? Just, just constant, you know, analysis of a situation, just learning from your mistakes or just learning from past experience so that you don't repeat those same mistakes and that you can put yourself in a better position to find a long lasting, loving relationship. And through that self-reflection and analysis, I've learned that certain dating adages um, may not apply at certain ages, but they do at other ages, and then they may not apply again. Like it's very weird. So I'm 
trying to think of a really good example here. Like playing the field. So, you know, like dating around and, you know, casual dating and whatnot. Like, I feel like that doesn't really apply to young teens. Like, I, I don't know many people that are telling their 16-year-old sons and daughters, like, oh, hey, listen, I know that you like Jake or I know that you like, you know, Susie, but, like, date around. Like, see see what else is out there. Like, you know, I, I know that you like Jake, but, you know, Tommy's kind of interested in you, too. So, you know... Maybe you go out with Jake on Tuesday. Maybe you go out with Tommy on Thursday and see what happens. I know you like Susie, but maybe you go out with Tara and you see what, you know, what what, what what's gonna happen there. Like you know, play your field, keep your options open. Like I, I don't I don't see that. I don't think that that's happening too often in our society. But yet when you get into your twenties, yeah, I feel like it, that's more of the the common theme is like you know okay cool so you're, you're seeing this person you, you you think you're happy you think that things are going really well just you know keep your options open like you never know you know it, yes it, it could last yes it could work out and yes this person could be the one but you don't know that right away like you know just see what else is out there you know like go on a couple of other dates with other people make sure that this is the person that you want to be with and and it's just it's a, it's a very odd dynamic so I feel like you know, when you're when you're like really young in your dating life it's more so of like you know you're going steady with someone then when you get to your 20s it well I think just dating your 20s is just a gigantic clusterfuck like there's just it's just there's just I don't even know how to put it into words because it's just it's. I feel like it's like an EDM concert. I've never even been to an EDM concert, but if I was gonna picture what an EDM concert is like in terms of like the mosh pits and everything else and just the madness and craziness, craziness that's going on, that's your dating life in your twenties. And then when you get to like your your older age, when you're when you're more middle aged or or older, it goes back to more of like you're you're steady with someone. You're not so much playing the field. It's like you know, hey, are we kind of doing this or are we not? Um, so that's one thing that I've kind of noticed. I think like PDA is another thing. Like, you know, when you're a teen, it's not a huge deal just because I feel like, you know, that's like the thing to do when you're, when you're really young is like, oh yeah, like we're together. Look at us holding hands. Look at us kissing. Look at us being all over each other. We are in your face and we are in love. And, um, you know, when you get to your twenties and thirties, it can be, I don't even want to say an issue, but it's, I don't know. I think it's more frowned upon. I think people are more um, aware or mature in certain situations. Like, you know, I think you kind of realize that, you know, you don't need to be all over each other if you're with someone. Like, you can go out to dinner and you don't need to, like, be, like, feeding your date, like, their food. You don't need to be holding hands under the table all the time. You don't need to be holding hands on top of the table. You don't need to have your arm wrapped around them for the entire duration of the night. Like, you can... You can coexist with someone without being all over them. Um, but, like, the big thing that for me that I've noticed, um, and, th- and this is, like, really recently, like, last few months or so, is dating within your age range. Because for me, like, for years, people have been telling me, like, you know, oh, your range is this. So, like, if I'm 24, like, you know, like your your range is, like, 21 to 25 like that that's the range that you should be dating in um and it's just like you know people just have these 
these thoughts of like, okay, well, because you're, you're this age, you know, you only have, you know, like two to three years on either side of whatever your age is like, and that's your range because that's what's appropriate. And, and for, you know, I, I just, you know, for the longest time people have been telling me like, that's what my range is. And I've just kind of politely told them to bite my ass, <laughs> but you know, I feel like now that range is kind of starting to be a factor. Um, my belief has always been that you should be dating for what you want, not what you think you should have or not what people tell you that you should have. Um, so I look at whatever it is you're attracted to, like, you know, date for what you want. If, if you don't ever want to get married, if you don't ever want to have kids and like, and that's not even anything for you, you know, and you're attracted to older women or older, you know, the you know, cougars or you're attracted to silver foxes or whatever, then like, then have a go. Like, then that's perfectly fine. But like, if the person that you're dating is a cougar or a silver fox and like, and you want kids or you want marriage, then that might not be the route that you want to go. Um, you know, if you want certain things, you should be with someone who wants those same things. And at the same time, relatively that you do. So I look at like my, my range of attraction, like at 29 years old, like I'm still attracted to girls who are 19, 20. I'm and I'm attracted to women who are in their forties. So my, my range of attraction is very wide, but that shouldn't be, and it isn't my dating range. So, you know, if, if I'm talking to a, like a 20 year old or something like that, like I know that there are certain things that like I'm, I will and will not do with them or that I am and am not looking for. So like, I'm not going to get into a relationship with a 19 year old. Like, I, I just feel like that range is just far too wide. Um, just the same as, you know, I, I know that I'm at a point in my life and I know that I do eventually want kids and I want marriage. So even if I do meet someone who is 40 years old, 41 years old, 42, whatever, however old she is, like she's probably not in the mind, not, not for the bit like I don't want to get married and have kids with someone who's 40 because I don't want her to be like 60, 70 when you know, our kid is graduating high school. Um, so for me, I've, I've noticed that like that range has kind of been playing more of a factor of like, you know, so it, it can still be relatively wide. Um, but I think I'm looking at it more of like, yeah. Okay. It's, it's great that you're attracted to someone. It's great that, you know, they, you, you may, you may have a great chemistry with one another, but like, if, if you want certain things, so like if I want kids in marriage and like, I really need to take a closer look at who I'm dating and whether or not they're in the the mindset and the life plan to do those things. Um, and that and, th and that also might not be, you know, so if I'm 29, like that does not necessarily mean that if, if I find someone who's 26, 27, that she's ready. Like she may not want to get married until she's, you know, in her mid thirties or whatever. Like she may not want to have kids for, you know, when, when she, until she's 35, like, and I don't want to have kids, but I'm 39. Like, that's just 
like that's not something what I'm looking for. Whereas I can meet someone who's 22 and she can be like, hey, you know, like I would want to have, you know, kids and get married probably within the next couple of years. So the 22 year old would would be a better fit for me in terms of range, I guess, than the 26 year old would be. But I feel like some people would just automatically assume because the 26 year old is closer to you in age than like that's the person that you should be with. And I just don't necessarily think that that's an accurate assessment. Um, I, I look at, you know, just dating in general. Um, and I, and I like kind of going back to like with my grandparents in terms of, you know, moving on and, and finding love and, and getting what you want out of, out of, out of life. And it's, you know, moving on, and I talked about this obviously on last week's podcast. Um, but you know, moving on after a bad breakup or after heartbreak, or I think pretty much moving on in general, but moving on from any kind of hurt is one of the hardest things to do because now you've been exposed to that hurt, and you obviously don't ever want to feel that way again. It's like the same thing as when you're younger, if you have a bad experience with something whether it's you try a food that you didn't like or you burn yourself on the stove, you're probably not going to be all that willing to try that food again in a few years or want to be the next Wolfgang Puck. Like, it's just... And it kind of makes sense because, like, you've you've had a bad experience. You, it, it could just be a freak experience and it's like, hey, you know, you had a... Like, you tried sushi, but it was a really bad batch, whatever. But, like, then you tried a few, la- few years later and you realize that you love sushi, you know, or... You just realize that, you know, the stove was hot because your brother left it on accidentally and it wasn't, you know, anybody's fault per se. Um, And then you just realize that you love cooking and you spend all your time in the kitchen. But um, you, you can't be afraid to vocalize what you do and don't want in a relationship. Just the same as you can't be afraid to vocalize what you will and will not settle for. Um, so in terms of moving on, like, you know, it's, it can be a daunting task, but, um, yeah, I feel like some people will be hesitant because of past relationships and it's like, you know, oh, you know, I mentioned that, you know, I would want to have kids and get married relatively soon. Obviously, like, I'm not saying like, Hey, you know, like, what are you, what are you doing like, like 10 months from now? Like, but more so just just to kind of put it out there of just like, hey, these are the things that I'm looking for. I'm looking to do them in a relatively close window of time. Like, like I'm not trying to have kids 10 years from now. Like, that's just, that's basically what I'm saying. So if, if I say that to someone who I'm dating, you know, and they're just like, you know, this guy's talking kids already, like I'm out. And, you know, where someone else can perceive that it's just like, okay, cool. He's telling me the things he wants. Like, just the same as, you know, I feel like if, if a girl's like, hey, you know, like I'm looking to have a kid like in the next year, I'm like, cool, not the guy for you. Go try that guy or anywhere else. Um, but if someone is just like, you know, these, these are the things that I'm looking for. Like, it, I'm not saying that has to happen tomorrow, but like, I'm not trying to be in a relationship for six years and then get married and then have kids. Then it's like, okay, cool. Then we're kind of on the same wavelength. And, you know, I appreciate the fact that she vocalized what she does and what she does not want. Um, and 
you know, in terms of will and will not settle for, you know, it's, it's just like anything else. Like I've talked about deal breakers before. Like I've come to the point now where I realize like I can't deal with smoking. Just, I can't do it. I can, I can tolerate it with friends and maybe with like people I'm like casually dating, but like, I kind of don't really see anything long-term with. I can you know, tolerate it to a degree, but like if it's, if it's going to be someone that I want to see exclusively and that I want to see seriously, I, I just can't do it. Doesn't matter how nice of a girl she is. I've just I've I've come to the point where it will always be a deterrent. It will always be a factor, and it will always be something that I just, or it, it will never be something that I can deal with full time. And you also can't be afraid to put yourself out there again to find it. Um, and I know that that's easier said than done. Um, obviously, like. I'm kind of like like living through it now. It's like it's easy to sit there and say like, yeah, you can't be afraid to put yourself out there. And then like I end the podcast and then it's like, hey, Mike, I have this great girl for you. Like, ah, yeah, about that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so it's it is easier said than done. But like you, you sometimes you just need to. To will through it, you just need to kind of suck it up and just be willing. To put yourself out there, because I so. I wouldn't say that I I wouldn't go before you're ready. I think if it's like, if it's just a matter of fear, then you should do it. If it's a matter of like, you are not emotionally ready to put yourself out there, then you shouldn't do it. Um, And again, kind of circling back to my grandparents, like my grandma could have very easily never found, you know, or or she could very easily never date again. Like I know plenty of people who are widows or widowers and it's just like, they passed like they were the love of my life. Uh, I'm never going to find anybody else again like that. Like I'm just, I'm done. Like I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the time I had with them, but that's it. But you know, she put herself out there to find someone like her and my uncle, like specifically, like could have very easily, like never dated each other. Cause like, I know my, like my parents have told me stories like, you know, when they were in the beginning stages of dating because of the family dynamic, like, like my grandma wanted to make sure that her kids were okay. And like, so it's not just as simple as like, Hey, I'm dating someone new. It's like, Hey, I'm dating someone new. And there's this like, you know, other part to it. Cause like my mom, my mom and dad were married before my grandma and uncle. So it's like, you know, there's, there's more to it than that. So it's, it's very like they could, my, my kid, my, my kids, Jesus, my grandma, my grandmother's kids, so my mom and my aunts and uncles, like, they could have very, like, in unison been like, no, like, we, we don't want him, we don't, like, absolutely not, like, like this is just not gonna happen, like, we're not okay with this. My grandma could have just been like, hey, you know, like, my kids come first, and, you know, I, I do like you, I would like to see where this goes, but, like, you know, right now is just not the time to do it. But, you know, the, they did get together. And they seem, like, like I said, as happy as can be. And they've honestly got, like, made my family that much closer. So, you know, I love the fact, because, aside from the fact that I, just, I love them so much, I'm, like, I'm lucky because now I have, you know, the two of them on, like, on both sides of the family. So even though I come from divorce, it's, like, it's kind of, like, yeah, well, at least I have them, like, for both sides. So it's, like, if I... If, you know, if I'm doing something with my with my mom's side of the family, like I know they're gonna be there. If I'm doing something with my dad's side of the family, I know that they're gonna be there. So it's, 
it, it's a great thing, and I'm I'm very thankful for the fact that they found each other. The heart of the matter is that you have no way of knowing what life has in store for you romantically. You just don't. I think the only way that you know is if you literally do not allow anyone in, in which case you won't have anything at all. But by taking that risk and by taking that leap of faith, you could be jumping into an ocean of happiness that you never knew existed. And you know, my grandparents have taught me many things over the last 29 years. You know, I look at my uncle. You know, He gave me my appreciation for Motown music and seeing him perform with his band all those years when I was a child growing up. I know that there is an absolute direct link between seeing that for years and why I love to do karaoke and why I love Motown music so much. And my grandma taught me, among other things, to see the best in people when other people can't or won't. But they both taught me that no matter how old you are, you can find true love. And when you do, and if you do, it truly is the greatest thing in the world. And that's all I've got for y'all this week. Again, I sincerely apologize that it's going up on a Wednesday. I, I'm like kicking myself for uh, for the fact that it's going up so late. I actually thought about it like, yeah, should I just even just miss this week altogether and just say like, you know what, screw it, I'm just going to be back on Monday. But, you know, I'm recording, I'm finishing this around like 1 o'clock on Wednesday. So it's not the worst thing in the world. But So if you were waiting on Monday or even Tuesday for it, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I will try to get back on track for Monday. Uh, I feel like I say that every week. But uh, I feel like as long as the episode is going up, then what does it really matter? If you watch it on, if you listen to it on Monday, you listen on Wednesday, who cares? But as long as you're listening, I do appreciate you. Um, again, connect with me on social media if you want to. Slide in my DMs if you have a, a question that you want me to answer or try to answer. If you wanted a, a guy's perspective on something that you're going through with a guy you're seeing or a guy, you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, whatever. Um, you just kind of want to get my... Yeah, got just a completely unbiased third-party perspective. I'm here for you. Um, or if you just have a, a topic that, you know, like, hey, I would really like to hear you do an, an episode on blank. Like, just feel free, slide in my DMs. Again, I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash MikeZacchio. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Mike underscore Zacchio. And I'm on Snapchat at MZacchio. That's it for this week. I will talk to you all next week. I hope you have a wonderful week and a wonderful weekend. Spread love, spread peace, spread positivity. Tell someone that you don't know something kind and maybe you'll make their day and just continue to spread the joy of uh, of this world. And I'll uh, talk to you later. Peace. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.